welcome out there in podcast land to another awesome and riveting episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. And we are so thankful to have you here with us today. For those of you who have not been with us before, welcome. We're glad to have you. Jay, give us a quick rundown of what The Album Argument is. The Album Argument is a podcast where two handsome dudes. Very handsome. Very handsome. Get behind mics. So you cannot see our handsomeness. Because it's just overkill. It's just overkill. And then we talk about music. And in particular, we talk about an album that we swap. One gives the other an album. So as in this episode, I gave Ryan an album ahead of time. Yep. He listens to it. And then we meet for live reactions of our, let's say, favorite or really the best song from that album and the worst. And honestly, the live reactions are so important because sometimes with some of the stuff that Jay tells me here, I just want to throw a chair at him and, and, and us like fight it out because I'm like, no way, man. I'm right. You're wrong. That's the way it is. Yeah. And that's kind of how music is, right? It's a love-hate relationship with some bands and musicians and music and styles. And so that's why we're just longtime friends, excuse me. And we, we like to share and swap and kind of stump each other and find something that the other might really like or really hate and um, just discuss music because... You know, that's what we love. I, I got to share something with you, Jay. As much as we've been doing this, I, I don't even know what episode number we're on right now. We, we've done a few of them. Uh, I still find it interesting. Some of the stuff that you have presented to me, because it's like, I've known you for so long and I felt like I could nail 100% to a T what you would give me on albums. And some of the ones you've given me have completely thrown me off. And I don't know. It's kind of cool. Cause I feel like even after all these years, we're still learning new things about each other. Yeah, that's a good point with music that uh, I think that's a product of, I'll blame it on, let's say, a Spotify or just the internet, right? So we grew up in dial-up days of the 90s, yep. you know, a little bit of the 80s, pre-dial-up. I guess some people had it. I did not have it until the 90s, late 90s. Oh, it was late 90s yeah. for me. Some people, you know, government people had whatever internet going on, right? So, <laughs> yeah. uh, But uh, we grew up with that age of, you know, going to a record store, getting CDs, maybe vinyl, cassettes, really. That's where we started making That's cassettes. where I started. And so I know you've talked about reading AP magazine and finding music that way. Yeah. We had radio, things like that. So we consumed music and digested it a little differently then. But now it's the wild, wild west of anything and everything on the internet. It's so true. It really is. I, I If you would have told me we have so many open sources for getting music back then in the in the mid to late 90s, I would have laughed at you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing of who and what we can listen to. We've talked about guilty pleasures. Nobody has yep. an idea of who you listen to until, you know, maybe you bring up your Spotify and it says maybe a history, but it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with uh, you don't have to walk into a record store and I don't know, none of my music's been necessarily a guilty pleasure, but I, I guess as we age too, you have different influences. Like we talked about Alanis Morissette. You, you mentioned, you know, when you're younger, you might relate to it, but then as you grow, you say, you know, that teenage angst is not inside of you. So then you start to relate to different albums or maybe you go back and say, well, I didn't understand this one then, but now I do. Yeah. So I think it's just a product of today's uh, age of how we consume music, but also just we're getting old, man. Natural growth and progression and getting old. My beard is really showing our age. It, it's all white now. <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> so it's it's just a sign of the times. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's just we're getting older. And... um. But that leads us to this album, which is actually a relatively 
older album. Yeah, I think it's the oldest one we've done on the podcast I, so far. I think you're right. What, 1977? 1977. So that was what, Star Wars time, oh, right? Yeah. First, yeah. first uh, uh, Star Wars. And uh, yeah, so without further ado, it's Rumors. <laughs> or Rumors. That was from a previous episode. I rumors. think we were, we were talking about the OU. The couleur. Yeah, the couleur. And the shape. So Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Wow. Okay. So they're still touring in a way, I guess. I don't think it's the entire band, I right? I couldn't be. Right? But are, it's, even, are all the original band members still even alive? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so Mick Fleetwood on drums. We've got Christine McVie and John McVie, uh, Stevie Nicks, and Lindsey Buckingham. And I think right now they're touring without Lindsey Buckingham. They kicked him out okay. or something. So Again? They, they've gone through different iterations. But then uh, Lindsey and Christine did an album recently together. So they're, they're still kicking it. They're, you know, okay. they're, they're doing they their own thing. Do your thing. But yeah, this was out in uh, 1977. It was uh, technically their 11th studio album, but only the second with Buckingham and Nick's. Yeah. So at the time uh, with Mick Fleetwood, they had a band of uh, Fleetwood Mac, which... Probably the majority of us, if we do know Fleetwood Mac, at least, I don't know, maybe our generation, maybe even older generations, we think of this Fleetwood yeah. Mac, but there was a predecessor to this version. Yeah, there was actually a different name for the group. It was somebody, something somebody's Fleetwood Mac or yeah. something, wasn't it? Yeah, something. And uh, some albums now just say Fleetwood Mac, so it's yeah. just... Uh, uh, let's say it's like Pink Floyd having different, you know, Sid on vocals and other bands. You know, they, they yep. change and they 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 evolve. And so this was uh, their second with Buckingham and, and Stevie Nicks. And so they they kind of had some uh, a following with a few songs from the first, let's say, album altogether. And then this was really the song that really kicked it off. For them. Well, I think this album is what has turned Fleetwood Mac into just a regular band into a classic band. Yeah, like history-making band. Yeah, according to sales, it's one of the best uh, compared to, you know, Thriller that we've done and Alanis Morissette's um, Jagged Little Pill. So certified just under 30 million. So let's say 29 Holy to 30 mackerel. million albums sold. They claim about 40 million. So I, I've, I've I seen can't it on, fathom this. It's, it's crazy. Now, no albums. And so maybe let's say a downside of the streaming age is no albums will achieve that much sales, oh, no. right? And no. it's different. It's measured differently now. So well, and I would also argue crazy. that the the whole concept of an album is going to slowly deteriorate and go away sure. uh, when we just focus on single, 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 you know, just getting that one downloaded song and yeah. stuff like that. And songs too. I mean, I think we've talked about like my students now, um, they tell me about newer music that the songs are only two minutes long. Yeah. Right. And so yep. it's just a, a short little TikTok video or something. And you, you, you get the audience and then you move on to the next song. So yep. it's, it's different. And you see that on Spotify, some of the artists too, they'll just say single, 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 single. So um, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, we're not going to have albums like this moving no. forward. And uh, one side note too, it's also another Grammy uh, for uh, album of the year. Nice. So, um, we, Didn't that's, know that. So that's why I've tried to throw in a few of these albums like Thriller and Very good. Uh, Jagged Little Pill and some of those. So just to kind of see, you know, it, we hear this on the radio. If you listen to rock radio, maybe oldies radio at this point, hate to say it, but uh, if you're shopping, things like that. And one other reason why I wanted to give this album to you, if you're on TikTok or you hear of TikTok, there's a certain song in this on this album that has kind of come back and reached another uh, generation because yep. of TikTok, which is, I don't know, is that a, 
a, a sign of good things that this album has achieved that long-term success or so that's why I wanted to give it to you. I know you've probably have heard it, but, um, Oh man, have I ever, it's, it's just, uh, one of my favorites. Um, and so I wanted to hear what you have to say about it. Well, first off, thanks for giving it to me. Um, I honestly, I have to start off by saying I am not a Fleetwood Mac fan. I'm not going to claim to be one. I'm not going to claim to know a lot about them. Um, I'm not a fan of Fleetwood Mac. I, I don't know if I would say I'm not a fan, but I, yeah, I don't necessarily listen to them at the top of my artist as well. So I just say this album though, I enjoy. So yeah, I, I'm, this, I'm right there with you. I this album is, is huge in many different ways. Okay. So I, I have to start off by not only saying that I'm not a fan, my mother is, this is her favorite record of all time. So I've grown up with this album playing. Uh, I believe it came out, well, like I said, 77. That's when she graduated high school. It has, it's a major part of her life. And so I grew up with it being played on cassette tape or CD in the car. And then of course, when Fleetwood Mac in the mid nineties did that massive comeback special on VH one, sure. that just brought all of it out of the woodwork again. All these albums came out again and I just, Oh, I would bang my head against the car window being like, please turn this off because that's all we would listen to. So I would say, thank you, Mrs. Stroud. Hi, Mrs. Stroud. <laughs> hey, mom. <laughs> yeah. Hi, mom. And uh, yeah, thank you for playing it for Ryan. I know he didn't appreciate it at that time, but I wonder, <laughs> you know, I wonder, uh, did that lead to any other music oh. or, yeah. So what are your thoughts now? So going back and listening to it now, um, it, it obviously opened up the door and brought back a lot of memories, but I have to say, this was actually a very good listen. I was very pleased. I, I, it triggered something in my mind that I felt when I was younger. And that one thing I felt when I was younger is I do not like Stevie Nicks as a lead singer. I don't like the raspy vocals as the front, but she is an excellent songwriter and an excellent accompanying vocalist, background vocalist, accompanying vocalist. And that goes with my first pick. My number one pick for best song on here. It wasn't hard for me, though. I like a lot of songs on here. Like, uh, let's see. Secondhand News, great opener. Love that. Great song to start the record with. Really, really cool. Uh, Don't Stop, wonderful song. Very, very fun, energetic. You know, it, it gets you going. I think we're going to agree based on what you just skipped. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. But it comes down to Go Your Own Way, wonderful song. That is such a cool song. But I have to say, the song that really shows the, the Buckingham-Nicks combination that's really strong there, The Chain. So we don't agree, but I agree that that is a great song. I'm sorry. The chorus, the the you know, you don't love me now, and then and then the echo, you don't love me now. I mean, that's awesome. That's so good. I love it. And as you were talking about while the song was playing, the the that last part where it kicks back in in full gear, oh, rocking the bass, the bass, such an amazing song. And I and I don't I don't feel bad for picking this because I do I love this song and I remember loving this as a kid, but 
it was really, really tough when actually sitting down and listening to this record and hearing it again for the first time after many years and then listening to it again and again and being like, wow, there really are some amazing songs on this record. So I'm going to back up again. Not a Fleetwood Mac fan. Not going to claim to be. However, I am going to buy this record Uh because it's just so good. But I'm going to find a way to never, ever, ever listen to one song in particular on here ever again. Uh Uh-oh. And that is the Stevie Nicks Fronted Dreams. I don't know. We're going to have to fight. I hate that song so much. Oh, God. So I'm going to jump in and just go ahead and say that is my choice for the best song. No. Yes. No, Jeremiah. No. It, it is. It's it's two chords. It's so simple. It's got that little bass lick at, what, 220 or so. It changes. It's ridiculously simple. Now, I'll give you Stevie Nicks, not my favorite lead vocalist what, what, you, what is the other uh, christine mcvee christine mcvee yeah put her on the lead on that and it's a much better song uh well i don't know because um i think my choice for least favorite song is uh her lead song what you make songbird. love and fun no songbird oh songbird songbird okay yeah. okay so that i actually have a voice uh, i have a problem with her as lead really i don't like her voice as lead as much either. oh so I would go with Stevie Nicks first. It has a raspiness. Um, we are going to karate fight in the garage. Uh, I mean, dreams too. If you have lived under a rock for the last year, uh, I'm not on TikTok, but I've seen the news because I am old and that's how I receive TikTok information via the news because uh, they always pick it up and you know, oh, yeah. show what's trending. Oh, yeah. And so what was the, the guy skating, drinking, what cranberry yeah. juice, right? And <laughs> yeah. filming himself. So um, yeah, so dreams has come back. Uh, what is it at a million uh, listens? No, that's a billion. A billion. I, I yeah. missed a zero. Yeah, that's a billion listens. Oh yeah. And I bet uh, a few million has have been over the last year because of that. Oh, TikTok. I I guarantee you're 100 percent correct because I am an avid viewer of TikTok and I've come across it a thousand times and it just makes me hate Stevie Nicks's solo voice even more. If you go back to when we were talking about Smashing Pumpkins a few episodes ago, and you made a comment about, Ooh, what about Landslide? And I said, like, that's a great song, just not the Stevie Nicks version. Like, I like the Pumpkins version much better. I don't like her voice unless she is accompanying or she is the backup singer. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I won't fight you on. I mean, the chain is great. The other songs that she sings kind of background and kind of kind of blends in, but I don't know. I, you just I, I love this one. For, for dreams. So behind you is the LP, the the record of uh, Fleetwood Mac rumors from I'm my holding parents. It up now. So hi, mom and dad. Thank you for bringing this over uh, ahead of time. And so um, that's how I first listened to this album was yeah. vinyl on their record player years ago. And something struck me about dreams. Maybe hearing it on the radio a lot at the time. Uh, probably in the '90s at some point when I heard it. Maybe late '80s. Sorry, my new glasses are, the depth is off. So I'm, I'm trying to grab the album from Ryan and I can't see anything. <laughs> um, but I don't know. This is just like a sign of the 70s. You look at the art, totally. you know, them, them on the back. And uh, 
Uh, there's also great stories about them recording this and falling apart. So yeah, so many really good, good. Uh, what what's the what did the kids say? What's the tea or spill the tea or whatever? The, spill the tea, right? Yeah, right, right. so many tea moments. Or uh, I guess whatever the kids say on this for this record. So yeah, there have been plenty of books written about this album, and actually a recent one is from the engineer uh, who engineer co-engineered Ken Calais. Um, his daughter, I believe, is a singer. Okay. Famous, uh, uh, from MySpace and just pop singer of the last 15 years Wait, or so. Wait, are you talking about Colby Calais? Yes. Colby oh, Calais. There you so, go. But he was a, a co engineer on this album and um, he's got a book. I haven't read it yet, but I've, I've seen excerpts and had interview, read interviews and listened to interviews. So, anyway, so it's an interesting um, recording of it's pure 70s and, you know, lots yeah. of money in the budget. And um, they were, uh, story goes that when they were uh, recording it, they lost some of the transients. So actually the drums started to not sound as good because they were rolling so many takes and the, the tape was essentially oh, wearing down and no. things like that. So there's really cool in- stories. So that's awesome. Side note. Uh, I mean, it's turned into one of the biggest albums and anyway, so going back to, I have the, the, it's still my parents, so I'm not going to take it from them, but I just remember listening to this. And so maybe it's nostalgia hearing dreams. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite songs. Um, I don't know. I, I just, it's it's two chords too. When hey, we say pop songs, they're super easy, but it's just two chords, and then the bass has a little golden. thing in the middle. The bass changes, yeah. And um, I think as a bass player, a young bass player, I just always like that. And I don't know, it's it's great, and um, I I think you should go buy it, and the record industry would appreciate it. I do think it is an album that if you are a casual listener of music who's looking to beef up your repertoire or your 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 CD collection or album collection. I do think this is a must to be added to it. Like I said, it's a great album. I will be buying it. Uh, I actually have bought it already. Um, yeah, I I bought it. Nice. But I, I you know, it, and it I didn't buy it right away, but I did come around and was like, all right, I need to make this a an official part of my collection. But I, I do think other people should be buying it as well. Yeah, and there is also a an extended cut on the streaming services, so you can kind of listen to how they were writing the songs. I think one is The Chain, kind of yeah. started off as a few different songs, and they kind of squished them together. So it's interesting to hear that and the evolution of songs that, you know, we don't necessarily always get to hear, but tape was always, always running in these days. Yeah. Versus now, with Pro Tools and other uh, digital audio workstations, we just kind of hit stop. And maybe if there's a camera going, that will get that information. But in the days of tape, you might just let it roll. So what are we missing nowadays, I wonder, in sessions? That's a great, great question. So uh, what what the industry is missing is they won't have all these extended cuts in the future. So go back to what you were saying here. Um, your, your song that you least liked the most, what, Songbird? Yeah, so Songbird. So take it into uh, consideration. I had to look at this because I was wondering, knowing that it was vinyl. Um, so the side one ends with Songbird. So I think in terms of an album, if you think of a vinyl record, ending with Songbird on side one makes sense. It just is not my song. I know they close a lot of concerts with it, but here, I'll go ahead and play it. But um, I don't know, in context of now an album where it's just track, what, six? Yeah. And you hear it in the middle of the album, it just kind of sticks out. and it Doesn't will, fit the same. I will also say all the songs are great. It's, it's still a good song, Songbird. But if I had to choose one, I'll choose Songbird. Shine. And 
I mean, it's a good song. Like I, I listen to it now. I go, oh, it's but much- I can't. Out of all the other songs, I had to choose this song. It's my, I think, the worst song of the album. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, I still have to say it's much better than Dreams. Much better than Dreams. Maybe if it had an arrangement behind it. So it's really just Christine McVie and Lindsey Buckham playing guitar. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, I don't know. Compared to all the other songs, I, I just, I went through and I said, oh, maybe this song. Oh, maybe this song. Um, you know, and uh, the, the honest truth is, is you're 100% correct. And I'm actually just using my bias of not liking Stevie Nicks's voice. I, I, I don't want to admit that, but it, that is the truth. So you don't like uh, White Wing Dove, right? What's the song? Is it White Wing Dove? I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, okay, so that's tough because, okay, so I do like that song. (laughs) Dang it. Stop proving me wrong, I got you. I'm just trying to argue because that's what we do on the album argument. That is true. That is what we do. We we argue and we throw chairs. Yeah, but, but... I know. I don't know. Just going back to the album, all the songs are great. So technically, song side two started with the chain, which is a pretty cool kind of. What a great way to start off the side of a record. Yeah. So that I agree that that's great. I on my notes that I often keep for this, I, I put little stars and I don't know. I, I thought the chain was probably second place for me, and you still hear that a lot on the radio. Never going back again from side one. That was really great. And then I don't want to know. That's kind of like a. I feel like that could be a modern pop song. It really could. I don't know. Let me play a little bit. So my young self would probably not even get to that part of the album, but yeah. now I listen to it, I go, that's a great song. That like is that, such a good song. Like if I was in a band, I'd cover that song, right? Or, exactly. You know, that that yes. song. So I think that this song has some hidden gems that, again, I agree with Ryan, of course, because I gave it to you for this yeah. al- episode that everybody go out and listen to it on your favorite streaming service, go to your record store, wherever you can purchase music, get this album. I just, I, I want to say that, again, I'm happy that you gave me this record uh, because it's it's so good. It is really, really good. I hate the fact that there is a Fleetwood Mac album out there that I really like. It bothers me, I but mean, whatever. It, it is, yeah. I, I I don't listen to a lot of other Fleetwood Mac, too, but um, I don't know. They, they still had lots of other great albums. I would still check it out, and uh, it's uh, they are a band that still... Like we said, still tours and they're 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 out there and uh, people still enjoy them and uh, young and old yeah. because they've got great songs and that's that's what brings the people out. Hey, good on them, good on them, and have fun with that. But I just want to end with this one thing here before we 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 take off. Have you ever watched a close up camera image of Mick Fleetwood drumming? It's so creepy. His mouth drops up and he's like ah. I mean, it's just the weirdest thing. Well, I have to go ahead and say it. Does that go along with the album cover too? Oh, God. <laughs> Let, let's just go ahead and get that out there. We can All edit right. this out, but I, I've never noticed this. So you pointed this so, out. So while we were at a stopping point, I pointed out that ever since I was a kid, I was always freaked out by this album cover uh, because Mick Fleetwood has his his leg up on a stool and he's got two hanging berries in between and you can see them. And I know that's not what they really are, but that's what it 
it looks like to me. It's kind of like when you see the trucks drive around, the really big trucks, and on the hitches they have yeah, they an have attachment. The, the, the hanging berries on yeah. that. So yeah. it is interesting. I never noticed that literally until right now you, <laughs> you pointed that out. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I'd be interested in the meaning behind this. I, I just cover. remember looking at it and then looking at my mom in the car and being like, why? Why is this weird man? <laughs> his berries out. <laughs> um, maybe a sign of the 70s. So I don't know. So wherever you are listening to this, if it's streaming, you might have a tiny image. So please go ahead and still take a listen to it because it is very much worth it. Definitely. Please download the album. Please support the band, even though they're, they, you know, they've made millions off of this record. Keep buying it. Why not? It's yeah. a good album. Keep buying it. Keep giving them money. They deserve it. Only about, uh, what I say, 30 million other people agree with you. You know what? Let's sell 30 more million copies. Let's let's do it. Let's support that. I say rumors gets to 60 million. Hashtag hash brown Twitter, whatever. Rumors. Rumors. But anyways, yes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Also, that we are... Uh, Quite a few months into this uh, podcast yeah. at this point, so episode 17. Is that what we're on? Time flies. Wow. Episode 17. That's awesome. So thank you so much, and hopefully everybody's doing well out there yeah. and um, getting ready for the holidays. It'll be a fun time coming up. Seriously. Thank you so much. Check out Jeremy's Spotify playlist uh, that he has at thealbumargument.com, where you can also find every which uh, podcasting service out there that you can find us on. We're yeah. on everything. There's tons of them. Uh, one of our friends that I uh, met up with recently, Matt, he mentioned a good one, Overcast, and so you Ooh. can make playlists out of your podcast. So thank you, Matt, for mentioning that. Hey, Matt. Um, hey, Matt. So um, so yeah, there's tons of different podcast services, good pods, and we've got links to all of those. So that's not just Apple Podcasts. Also, just want to point out there, thank you again so much for everybody. We have a special guest joining us next week. It's our first special guest. Ooh. Ooh. Can't wait to see who it is. Join us next week on The Album Argument. Thank you so much. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Deuces. We are out. Deuces.